Hey, Blake. Hello, Stephen. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. I've got a a quick question for you. Okay. Shoot. How many guests do you think make their way to Disney World every year? Oh, I saw this recently, actually. All right. But I don't remember. I don't remember. I'm going with two million. Two million. You're way low. I'm gonna since that was so low, I'm gonna let you try again. Okay. Let's go with yeah, there's that many in a day. They're in there if you've been there recently. Let's go with fifty million. Really close. Fifty eight million. So right. close close to hundred and sixty some thousand a day, hundred and fifty some thousand. That's a lot of people. A, a day. So that's a I know my wife that's near and dear to her heart used to work for Disney World, but we're gonna talk about rest and vacation and and just um, being able to, to relax some today. So I'm excited to dive into that. With you. So Blake, you've come back from a few trips that you've had on, on the docket. Where all have you been this summer? I feel like where have we not been? Yeah. Is more, so let's see. We've been to Cancun. Uh, we have been, I'm probably going to leave something out, but the most recent ones, we went to Alaska. We came back from that and went to a uh, North Carolina for to the Billy Graham Center there. Yeah. Uh, what am I missing? Something in between, maybe. I don't know. We've been to, oh, I know what it was. Went to my brother's. That's not a, not a long trip, but my brother's uh, got a little place out in the country, and we spent Father's Day weekend with the family there. So that was also yeah. a little mini getaway. Yeah, and we had an elder retreat recently, we too. We did. Another mini getaway. We did have an elder retreat. That was another so one. So you've yeah. had some big getaways and some mini getaways, and so big question is, where's the next trip? Uh, to College Station and <laughs> and uh, here in a couple of weeks again, Autumn moved into her apartment. I don't know if that really counts. That'll be a quick down and back. So, that doesn't uh, sound as, as awesome as Alaska. Not nearly as awesome as Alaska, <laughs> I promise. Awesome. Well, you know, this theme, uh, you know, we're, we're wrapping up summer. We're heading into um, the fall. And I think I, I just, I love that you've had the opportunity to do ministry in a different way some of the summer and, and get yeah. away and, and rest some, uh, seek the Lord a little bit differently. And, yeah. and we just want to talk about the importance of um, having a time of rest, having a time of getting away out of the the ordinary and things mm-hmm. like that. And I think it's really great that you've had a recent experience with that and being able to tap into. And there's some, some, some scriptural side of this as well. Uh, to really dive into the importance of that. And so I want to start with that. We know Jesus um, found a way to kind of get alone and pray. And so where do we see that in Scripture? Yeah, well, and you see it all through throughout Scripture. And one of the things that I would kind of point out is the fact that, you know, rest is important. Um, But I would take it even another step and say, really, what, what I think we need to focus on is refilling I mean, rest is, is it needs to be a regular part of our schedule. That Sabbath, you know, all that is is a biblical concept that God created that on the seventh day, God rested. I mean, from the very beginning. But I think also finding intentional ways to to refill our tank because we get drained, yeah. uh, whether it just be life in general or certainly in ministry. But anytime we're, we're giving out, we need to fill back up. And so... Uh, looking through, you know, and, and by the way, one of those that that little trip to North Carolina that I've talked about was a guided personal spiritual retreat. And the whole purpose of it was just to connect with God in a deeper way and to refill spiritually. And so some of those concepts and things are fresh on my mind now. And that was a great time to be able to do that. Um, but, you know, just looking at, at the life of Jesus, he he got alone 
to pray. That was one of the ways that he did that. He uh, got up early in the morning in Mark one thirty five. Uh, he spent all night in prayer in Luke six twelve. Uh, says that he, after his disciples, uh, after he sent his disciples away after feeding the five thousand, that he went alone uh, so that he could pray, but got alone to pray. And so, um, yeah, finding that time to get alone, I think, is is something that we see modeled by Jesus, and specifically to spend time with the Father and to pray and to kind of uh, refill. Yeah, yeah, I know sometimes just. Whether it's work related, family related, you know, we're constantly pouring out, um, and you know, I think sometimes we can we can feel when we're running on empty yeah. um, a little bit. But I know it's also important to kind of guard yourself from not getting yes, on empty. Exactly. And so, is there any specifics that you have of like how how often should you yeah. retreat like that, or, yeah. or or what are some recommendations that you might give some of our listeners? Right. So I that's scheduling it as a regular thing is one. Um, key component and different people's schedules might, you know, allow something different. One of the things that I've said in the past, and I realize I haven't gotten it on my calendar like I need to, uh, but just kind of recommitted to at this this time in North Carolina, is for me at the very least twice a year and preferably once a quarter. That just to have safe that even if it's one day or just something you know personally, um, but. I, I got there were some some neat uh, suggestions that came out of our time there from one of the the ladies that that led it because not everybody has the opportunity to you know really truly get away that frequently um, but just the thought of you know how can we be more intentional throughout the day uh, everything from you know finding a spot you know, we have a little um, kind of a sitting area outside in our backyard that that when we look out our kitchen window, you see that little sitting area. And I don't know why I'll go out there sometimes and film my little um, Facebook devotions and things like that. But I've, I've not used that truly as much of a a prayer center, you know, or a place to just really talk to God. And, and so just viewing those kinds of things a little differently and saying, you know what, that, that could become that for me um, either when it's really early or really late or later in the season when the, when it's not so hot outside, but, uh, you know, finding little places like that, it doesn't have to be, I mean, it could be something local, uh, the suggestion of, you know, this, um, if there's a, a place with a, a cross somewhere or, a, you know, just go and sit and just kind of be with God. And so finding those things throughout the, the daily routine, I think can, can be really helpful. And, um, you know, I know I tend to be so focused on if I'm going somewhere, I got to get from point A to point B as fast as possible, right? right? And be as efficient as possible. But even just scheduling in, or there's or a park that could stop and and pray, or spend time with God there, or a you know a, a nature area, or just you know that kind of stuff. Just thinking outside the box a little bit, things that I don't always think about that was helpful to say. Okay, maybe we can make it a little little simple yeah, as well. I, th- I think that's something that I always. You know, I'll go places or drive by something, a park, and I'll often think like, oh, that'd be a good place to yeah. kind of go and just to quickly um, get away or, or that'd be, be a great place for us to go, whether it's our sermon writing time together or things right. like that. Right. But just right. um, I, I tend to have trained myself now to look for those places That's good. Um, because my home is not a refuge to be able right. to find a, a quiet place to sit at. So I tend to have to look for that 
outside of the home uh, and to look yeah. at that. And sometimes just even in my office a little bit earlier when nobody else is around, that becomes a, right. a unique place and, and uh, opportunity for me uh, to get around, uh, yep. to be able to, to have that time of renewal. And yep. so whether it's a um, semi-annual, more intentional time away yeah. or going on a retreat like to, that right. you just experienced, or even if it is just a, um, a moment that you have yeah. to be able to be um, refilled. Um, what are some things that you do to, that helps you just refill personally? Um, what are some things that you're doing, whether it's in those semi-annual yeah. times or even just, just quick moments, what yeah. do you do to refill? Well, I, there are a bunch and I want to, that come to mind. I want to hear some of your thoughts yeah. too. Um, I think the thing that's interesting about this is some of them are, you know, things that we ought to all be doing, but some of them are going to look different for the for each individual to kind of depending on how they're wired, you know, and what it is. And I, I think that's the key is um, beyond the spiritual disciplines. I mean, maybe we just start there. There are certain things like I, I begin my day every day, uh, try to get up fairly fairly early and just spend time with God, you know, and um, that happens in my chair, in my office. I do kind of have my little spot there, and I'll sit there, and generally that's where I read Scripture. Sometimes I'll go upstairs. Sean has a little prayer um, closet, literally, a prayer closet set up upstairs, and so sometimes it's there. But um, just having a, a time to open the Scripture with the mindset, again, I, I can get very much into a check-the-box thing, especially now because I'm going through a chronological Bible. So I literally have boxes to check. on um, Did I read these chapters to stay on track? And I've got to stay very intentional about, I'm not doing this just to get through and check the boxes. I'm going into that saying, Lord, I want to hear what you have to say to me today. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening for that. And I've got my little you know journal there where I can write down just a quick little thought or something that stands out. So it's that... You know, that's one of the things for me that is filling is spending time with God uh, through the Bible mm-hmm. and just saying, I want to hear because the Bible itself talks about how it's living and active. You know, and I, I get excited when I experience that, when, when Scripture comes to life and I think, wow, this is this. It blows my mind just day after day how something written so long ago feels like it's exactly mm-hmm. what I need to hear that day. Yeah, so. and I can kind of echo that of just the, the same experience as I read Scripture and it it comes alive. And it could be a text that I know extremely well, yeah. but it just speaks to me in a moment. Yeah. Or it's it's something that I've been, whether counseling people or talking through situations, and then what is that, that God reminds me of, of what to say in a moment or this next person that I have scheduled with and or just even speaking to myself personally. And I think that's something that I want people to experience as well. That's why I'm right. so passionate about them. Like if you don't know how to read scripture yeah, and just yeah. Let, let's, let's talk about it. Let's, I'll, I'll let you know what works for me and what works for yeah. others. And, yeah. And um, you know, one of the things I think is important to, to say there as exciting as it can be, um, it's not always easy mm, either, yeah. you know, and, and I don't usually want to, you know, get up out of bed when it's time to get up out of bed. And, uh, and, and even just in general, reading Scripture is something that, and, and, and learning it is something that is more filling to me. But if I'm being totally honest, and it feels weird to say this, there are certain spiritual disciplines I don't like. Right. They, they don't feel like at the time... Um, you know, I know fasting is a spiritual discipline. Every time I try to fast, I struggle. Yeah. It, it's just hard for me. I, and and not, not 
not hard to like not eat for a day. That's not fun either. But to feel like I'm really connecting with God and mm-hmm. doing that, I struggle with that. Um, even prayer itself is one of those things that that you know to sit and just be quiet before God and prayer, not just in a here's what I'm have to say, but I'm you know just kind of listening. Some of those things are hard, and so um, I, I say that to say for our listeners, maybe don't don't feel like something's wrong with you yeah. if you don't just wake up enthralled about yes. everything you ought to be doing to grow closer to God, because sometimes it is a bit of a battle. Yeah, yeah, and it's you know I think just even the term spiritual disciplines, it yeah. it, it takes effort. It does, um, and it takes energy, and and sometimes you're going to receive what you feel is a lot out of it sometimes. Yeah. Um, like you said, it's going to be be a challenge. Yeah. Um, I know several of the things that you've talked about uh, recently is even on just not as much the spiritual side, yes. but just physical side yeah, absolutely. Of, of rest. And can you speak into that yeah, a little bit? Yeah, definitely. I mean, just things like getting exercise. I, I enjoy being active, um, even going, you know, where we were uh, both in Alaska and in North Carolina, we got to do a little bit of hiking and, you know, things like that. I love that kind of stuff. I mean, that that is, it takes energy, but it is actually refilling to me too. Yeah. And so finding those kinds of things, um, you know, I still enjoy you know, playing sports when I can, although now it's generally not actually playing. It's more, <laughs> I'll shoot baskets rather than play basketball or whatever. But, um, but you know, just finding those those ways, it, it really is amazing to me how that can kind of just reset my brain a little bit sometimes to find those things that I enjoy yeah. doing. And, and it kind of puts you back in a, a better frame of mind to, to be able to kind of get filled yeah. up a little bit. So you know, One of the things I miss most about us being in Cancun earlier this summer yeah. is our morning volleyball I know, like, right? I was like, I wish I could so still fun. wake up every morning, go play sand volleyball. I know. But it doesn't, doesn't quite exist in, in Wiley like it does with the, the breeze blowing off the it ocean. It's very true. It's very true. And I remember at the end of one of those days, we actually played in the morning and the afternoon and had stuff in between. It, and it was about day four, <laughs> and I was beat. I mean, I was so tired, but it was such a good tired. So yeah. sometimes it's that kind of thing. Of, it may be physically exhausting, but you you know kind of get filled back up at, at the same time. So Yeah, I still I don't think I can lift my, my arms above my shoulders yet. <laughs> Haven't recovered quite recovered yet. I'm, I'm um, not buying that. <laughs> um also I, I want to speak into something that, that can fill us up is the opportunity we have uh to uh pour into other believers yeah, who are sure. desiring to sure. grow closer to God. Yeah. Um how that can bring us yeah. um a, a lot of rest as well. And just one of the things I've mentioned to you just this last semester in our men's ministry, in our, our small group, mm-hmm. where I was fully going into that, knowing I was going to be pouring out a lot. Yes. Um, but I found myself filled up um, yep. through that with the guys that I was with yep. and opportunities I've had recently, just individually with with opportunities to talk through just how amazing the Lord is with guys. And it's filled me up. Um, I just would love for you to speak into that a little yeah. bit and, and, and what that does for you. Yeah. Well, and two, I would back up to we're looking at things that Jesus did. One of them was getting along with the Father. But the other thing we see Jesus do is spending time with those that he was closest to. And whether that was you know, the Mount of Transfiguration, whether that was the, in Gethsemane before mm-hmm. he was to be crucified. But so having time with people and I think this is important too. There there are people in our lives that we 
need to spend time with, it's important to do that, that are not life-giving. Right. You know, it, it's going to be more of a drain mm-hmm. and uh, more maybe in some cases of giving out without receiving back. But we need people in our lives that that fill us up too. And so that's a big one. That is a big one to me, whether that is family and friends, mm-hmm. just people that I can enjoy just being with, you know, that are that are fun to hang out with and that fill you back up. Or, as you said a moment ago, um, I personally get filled up because I, I enjoy, I'm a weird mix of, I kind of have a little extrovert and introvert tendencies both, but uh, but there are times where I get filled up by being alone, but then there are times that I get filled up by being with people. Um, but it's, in general, um, people that are, are seeking to grow in their faith and to be able, like you said a minute ago, you're passionate about. If you don't know how to read the Bible, I want to help you learn. Mm-hmm. To see that growth happen yeah. is, I find that that's really uplifting and really encouraging to um, you know, have people to, to pour into like that. Yeah. Well, I, I, for me, uh, I just it's such an important aspect of what we do as mm-hmm. pastors, mm-hmm. Um, but also developing people to be able to in turn do that with others as well. And I get so much energy of seeing like there's somebody invested in and now they're meeting with a few other people and just to see scripture lived out. You know, I know another, this is kind of a no brainer, but I think it's something we have to, to really address as when we're finding these moments to retreat Mm -hmm. um, of getting away from our normal routines. And a part of that is putting down the electronics um, and putting that away. And I know it's like, I've confined myself feeling anxious at times when I don't mm-hmm. have my phone mm-hmm. right near me. Um, and it's something I think you have to train yourself to do. So I would love for you to speak into that yeah. as well. Well, that was, and that was one of the things that, um, you know, it's such a simple thing, but at the beginning of our retreat, they, they encouraged us to just get off your electronics completely, if at all possible, mm-hmm. at a very minimum, you know, uh, limit it to maybe, certain times during the day and that did bring some a little bit of anxiety because our daughter was at home mm-hmm. you know and like what if so she, she was just hanging get, out with us yeah, that's so. true i didn't we didn't know she was going to spend 24 7 with you at the time which was wonderful um but you know what what if she needed something what if something goes wrong you know all that stuff goes through your head and so all that to say we can come up with a thousand different excuses why we have to stay connected all the time and i you know we need that at times but just a simple little thing as put the phone away and you know if you're having time with god don't take your phone yeah you know uh lock it up or yeah just put it somewhere else or just you know to it's amazing how much time we um, waste mm-hmm. on just looking, whether it be phone or TV or whatever. So just trying to find those. I don't think that's always a, a negative thing, but having intentional times where we can get away from that is a great way yeah. to be able to really concentrate on connecting with God and getting filled back up a little bit more that way. Yeah, well, I think the key word, what you just said there, is intentional. Yeah. You have to be intentional about taking the time have to be intentional about putting your phone away. Yeah. You have to be intentional about opening up your your Bible. Yeah. Um, you have to be intentional about talking to God. And I think being intentional through all those things, it's not going to be easy all the time, but the payoff on the end is is so worth it. So, Blake, thank you for speaking into some of that stuff, yeah. especially since it's just fresh on your brain. Yeah. Um, and I know you're 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 rested and relaxed and ready to go after all your 
your your your trip. So now I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a few trips now. So you do that. <laughs> you not really. It. You're stuck with me <laughs> for a little bit. Um, but again, guys, thank you all for again for turning tuning into the two and two um, podcast. Again, you can listen to us on um, Spotify, um, uh, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places you can listen to us. But please make sure you subscribe and get notifications to for when the new episodes come out. Thank you again for listening.